My name is Shagay Jones, and I will be your host with the launch of Bridging the Gap podcast. For several years now, I have dreamed about beginning a podcast that would bring people together to talk about hard things and find bridges through the process. And I've been a bit of procrastinator in tackling this project, so it is finally with great joy I present Bridging the Gap podcast. As we travel together in this pursuit of building bridges with fellow journeyers, concepts, and systems, remember the principle of bridging the gap is quite simple. It's moving from point A to point B. It's moving from where you are to where you want to be. Or my favorite is putting on new lenses in which to see the world and others differently. We live in a culture that seeks to divide and emphasize the differences between us rather than the similarities. But deep within, don't we truly have an innate desire to relate and not debate, to be understood, not to be lectured, to have a voice rather than to be shamed or feared into silence? I'd like to suggest that we are much more alike than we think. We have commonalities galore. Where we do see differences and disagreements, could we make a 180 and see those as opportunities for growth, learning, and healing? We've become quite content with staying on each of our own islands in today's society. Um, allowing others to kind of stay on theirs, we stay on theirs, and there's no movement towards building a bridge of understanding and perspective. But we really should be all about building those bridges to each other, for that is how we grow, that is how we connect, that is how we belong, and that is how we heal. Take the analogy of a cesspool of water. There is no in nor outflow, which causes it to look absolutely disgusting, and there's nothing healthy that is growing in that body of H2O or whatever that substance is, right? However, a river flows. It, there's something that flows into a river and the water flows out. It's clear, it's bubbling, and it's appealing to the eye. Think about that. That's what we want to do. I'd much rather be a river than a cesspool. How about you? We want to make sure we aren't isolating ourselves from others and only entertaining people, ideas, and principles that are like us. We should not remain on our own islands. It will slowly lead to the deterioration as us of a, as a human being. For we are made by a creator who loves us and expects us to pour out love to others, all others. This does not mean that I think we should hold our own individual beliefs and values loosely. I don't. But my belief is, in relating with one another, we can at least come to an understanding of why someone believes differently than us. And by building a bridge of relating, we fill that gap that once held bitterness, resentment, bias, judgment, and even hatred. As an imperfect follower of Christ, I look to him as the example, even though I fail way more often than I'd like to admit. You see, he came for all, all who were very different than him and walked very different lifestyles than he had taught. However, he was filled with compassion and love. 
He had the difficult conversations. He sought to relate above all else, to connect with us, to let us know that we could belong to him. This is why he spoke in parables or stories. And you know, stories connect. They relate. They bond us together. And that's why you, why in this podcast, you will often hear stories because they bring us together. They show commonalities and they point out why differences exist between us. Another revelation for me is that as we sit across from other people, we find it really hard to hate. That is a principle that Brene Brown teaches. She says it's really hard to hate up close, right? When you're face to face with someone, the bravado of our own self-righteousness fades as we begin to hear someone else's story, their challenges, their perspective. You see, we all are products of our past experience, of our family of origins, of the culture in which we lived. But we can also find commonalities if we allow ourselves to really see the person across the table. Personally, one of the divides that saddens me is the generational gap in our society. We go from one extreme to another. We belittle the Gen Zers and the Millennials as being an irresponsible group. They're entitled. They're too spontaneous. All the way to we negate the lessons learned from those who have lived longer through much hardship, labeling the baby booners and even the Gen Xers as out of touch and old-fashioned. We stereotype one another because it's easier than sitting across from one another and learning from each other. So recently, not too long ago, uh, I had one of my kids' friends come over, and she's a millennial, and it was obvious as we began to discuss things that there was quite a few differences in the way that we viewed life. And so we could have focused on those, but what we chose to do is as we began to talk and sit across the table from each other, the focus became a commonality. We found that we were both passionate about human trafficking and the apathy and the allowance of our society to allow this to continue right here in the United States. You see, we could have easily decided that the other just didn't understand and was too out of touch, but instead the dialogue shifted to what we shared and what we could bond over. So in our Bridging the Gap podcast, we'll have a couple episodes where we have several generations that sit down and talk about how they can relate, how can they listen to one another, how can they embrace both the commonalities and learn from each other's differences. But you see, it isn't just in Bridging the Gap by learning to relate with one another. It's about recognizing the gap between concepts that we have been misunderstood or caused divides that are not necessary. Through understanding there is healing, there is compassion, and there is hope that can fill the voids that we have in our lives. Take, for example, when our expectations do not match our reality. Can anyone, can I get an amen? Can anyone relate to that? That has been my personal story for the last six to seven years. Now, I can make an argument that it's been a case for my whole life, but I've really seen it come to light in the last six to seven years. And in my own experience, this can lead to resentment of those we love and discontent 
and loss of hope. We tend to beat ourselves up and consider what we could have done differently and focus on all the wrong turns. Well, how do we bridge this gap and come to peace with that our expectations don't always match our reality? Well, we're going to discuss that too in an upcoming episode. And then there's the stigma of mental health, which is becoming less because we are having the conversations, finally. In the past, it was seen as a taboo subject, but it's actually an ancient concept. You see, we were created not only as physical beings, but as emotional and mental beings. Half the barrier of bridging the gap with mental health is breaking down the myths and the misconceptions surrounding the topic of mental health. I have a friend who facilitates a support group called Refueling Hope for Parents of Depressed Suicidal Children. We will have a second episode where I'll interview my own two adult children about the effects of mental health in the sports arena as they both swam at at the collegiate level and also about mental health repercussion in the educational system. You see, it is a topic that we need to have. It's a topic we need to be aware of. In my own life, I my degree is in social work, and so it was a part of a lot of what I did my whole entire life. But when I got to a difficult uh, path in my own journey, in my own road, I thought maybe I should seek the help of a mental health professional. But in the back of my mind, there was still that stigma that was associated with it. And I thought, I already know what they're going to say. However, I started looking at people I admire. Uh, Brene Brown is an amazing social worker who, if you haven't gotten to listen to any of her TED Talks or read any of her books, I highly recommend them. But she talked about how she had time that she set aside to speak to her therapist. And I thought, who am I to think that I don't need a therapist when I have people that I look up to that are doing this on a regular basis? And I can tell you firsthand that it has made a difference in my life life, to be able to seek out a professional that can help guide me, help me see things with a different perspective, and just be that listening ear that we all need. The bottom line is it starts with conversations. So let's relate with one another in order to build bridges to fill the gaps we so often see. Notice I said relate, not debate. For debate has a constant goal to find fault with another person or that person's idea of thinking. In a debate, you seek to um, make your perspective paramount. Think about the political circus that many of us have become so weary of. The goal is to knock someone else down so that you might appear superior. Debating actually limits us. However, in a relating, there is a give and take. There is an opportunity to see from another person's viewpoint or consider another take on an age-old dilemma or the challenge to see commonalities amidst our differences. The goal is relating in relating is to connect, for that is why we were created. We all seek to belong. Relating actually expands each of us. So let's spend some time doing that together, connecting, bonding, and relating. Please join me in Bridging the Gap podcast.